Welcome back to Just Roll With It, the podcast where we dig into a tabletop RPG we haven't had a chance to play yet. This week is the third and final installment of our Aegon game, with Peter in the GM seat, Kelsey playing clever-eyed Isadora, our good friend St. Guard playing iron-minded Corinna, and myself, Corey, playing flame-hearted Arite. It's been a difficult journey for our heroes as they found themselves shipwrecked on the island of Spira and learned that strange mechanical creatures had been behind that and many other wrecks. Our heroes started inland with the hope of salvaging their ship and freeing the island and found at its heart the wicked Cassibios, using the wrecks to finish a great thrill. Cassibios aims to drill to the center of the earth and free the Titan Kronos from his punishment. Can our heroes defeat Cassibios and his mechanical creatures? Or will the Titan be free to walk the earth once more? All right. So he he turns to look at you and um, he goes, so be it. You've made your choice. As he snaps his finger and you watch as the cave just unleashes with all of these mechanized creatures, uh, bull and insect alike. First thing we need to do, because we're now in a clash, in a battle, is we do the clash. So let's see. I play London Calling. Damn it. (laughs) Alright, so this is going to be against the brilliant Casibios, which means this is going to be an epic fight. You'd have to spend one pathos to enter. I will spend Mm. that pathos. Indeed. Same. I have only two papers left before Agnes. I only have one. It's, hey, I don't care. I'll get fate. And also, like, this is important. And it's a one shot. There's no later to save resources for. All right. So. This is an epic fight indeed. With a Mm -hmm. target number of 13. We're in for it now. How do you how do you enter this battle against Casibios and his 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 itty bitty creatures? Hmm. Is there a domain that you're defining? You for choose this? the domain for the clash. Ah, it is I the see. only. It is the only battle. It is the only contest where the players get to choose the domain. Hmm. Well, we need to get to him. Is I think the big thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so. So we maybe need to get through some of these mechanisms. We must carve a path. So I think I think Arite will be very happy with blood and valor. <laughs> Oh, yes. They are definitely choosing Blood and Valor and are ripping apart these machines. You don't... Uh, do we, do we yeah, all choose, choose the same domain? You don't have to choose the same domain. One of okay. you can choose to try um, to, like, negotiate with Casibios. Another one of you can choose to just flex in front of the creatures and scare them away. Or you can just choose to punch them in the face. I'm gonna actually... I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to just... Um, I'm going to start to chant... And to do a ritual uh, to to disrupt to disrupt Casibius's plans. This could either I think I think the intention for for Corinna is mostly to one to basically stop these mechanisms in their mm-hmm. tracks, uh, but two just to just to get Casibius off balance because this was not part of his plan. Just this god, this invocation I'm gonna do is not part of his plan. <laughs> All right. So you're thinking uh, like arts and oration or crafts. And I was thinking resolve, crafts and reason, or resolve and spirit because resolve and spirit does have okay. questions. Yeah. How did the arcane or occult manifest? Craft and reason would be better, 
but I'm going with the fiction. The fiction, I think, is a resolving spirit here. Yeah, I think it's a question of are you bluffing or are you actually trying to summon? Oh, something? I'm straight up trying to summon something. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, so it's resolving spirit. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. All uh, right. Yes. I, iron-minded Corinna, will face this challenge, and I will invoke the conviction of Demeter. I don't think you can choose to not enter. The oh yeah, I already did it. I'm just, I'm doing the, I'm doing the thing that the game has told me to do, which is to yeah. speak your name. Uh, yeah. So no, I, I'm thinking about like, no, nobody can can bow out. No, of we spent our pathos to bow out of the, to to do, be in this anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, before I do the thing, hey Isadora, mm-hmm. how are you doing this? Uh, I think. I am probably helping Arite with trying to deal with some of the mechanisms. So also blood and valor, I guess. Not help and like supporting, but like yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're also punching down yes. the uh, the mechanisms. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's do this roll. Target number is thirteen. Oh boy. Uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Before you do. Oh no, Arite is is doing yeah. Okay, no, right. Yes, of course, Arite is using blood and valor. Flamehearted Arite will call upon the revelry of Dionysus as they are going into one of their ecstatic frenzies and the ferocity of Ares to tear these things apart. All right, target number thirty. Remember, this is just for the D10, so you don't have to go all out just Not yet. Not just yet, but look, I got resources to spend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Oof. I'm suffering. Oh no. Um, so I hmm. Does my epithet come into here? I mean, if I'm calling on the conviction of Demeter, I think my epithet would come in. This is being iron-minded, strong-willed. Uh, I don't have the pathos to spend here. Uh, Arite. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask you to bolster me in this task? Of course you may. All right, so that's an extra. I will render whatever aid I can. Excellent. Um, and then don't think it'll be very much considering <laughs> the suffering, but we'll see. Hey, <laughs> you did it! Hey, hey. best girl. All right, All right. praise be to Demeter. <laughs> okay, so target number thirteen. Uh, I do think clever eyed is useful as general. Yay, situational awareness. Yep. Um, I think I I am going to spend a pathos to bring my resolving spirit in. There we go. Um, I don't think I want to call on a bond just yet. Or divine favor. Nope, Oof. I'm suffering too. Oof. At least one of us succeeded. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> so... Uh, Karina, you get a D10 advantage die that you can use once in any role in this battle. Excellent. I'll need to write that down yep. somewhere. Um, only for this battle. So if, if you if you want to save it till the mm-hmm. finale, that's fine. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't super recommend it. Uh, or maybe do. <laughs> who knows? We'll see. Um. <laughs> all right. So, who of you will seize and who of you will defend? Uh, right now, what's happening is there there. Are, Three things going on, basically. There's insectoids kind of like coming out from from the cave walls and, and tunnels and all of that stuff towards all of you. You notice some of the bulls charging their way out as Castibio sends them towards the Lost. Um, and there's still the drill to deal with. Um, 
who chooses to seize control of the battle and who's going to defend against the disasters. I'm going to defend. Um, I would like to defend against the drills specifically. Okay. All right. If she's defending, then I will seize. Um, I right. think I would like to try and deal with the bulls that are heading towards the boss. So would that be defending? That is defending, correct. Okay. All right. Basically, the the difference between defend and seize is defend will prevent tr- try to prevent a disaster from happening, uh, whereas seize is kind of going to allow the disasters to happen for favor of defeating the main target. Um, so to because you're going after the bulls and saints going after the drill, that automatically mm-hmm. puts you in defend, whereas the seize goes to uh, Arite. Who is oh, doing no. it? Oh, um, I have full confidence in that. All right. So, defend first. Let's start with, with Kyrino. As you charge your way towards the drill, which just seems to be turning on. How, how are you defending against this? Thing? Well, I had already done a ritual before this, which is how I prevailed um, in this mm-hmm. clash. But uh, the thing to do with the drill is to reverse its course it started up but it can it can be it can be maneuvered it can be undone um and that's what i'm going to deal with i'm going to i'm going to contest the mechanisms of it and if all else fails then i'll smash it but for now it's to deal with that Ooh, 13 again you're just rolling rolling hot today I don't know. I, I want to give you all this glory. Is, is what it is. It's, it's here. Yeah, Have sure. all this glory. Right. Right. <laughs> you just need to roll a sixteen, like uh, like uh, like Corey. I mean, or like I you did. Yeah, like like they they did it, not me. So yeah, uh, that's that's I think what I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be trying to to trying to figure out how to shut this thing off, as opposed to just trying okay. to smash it. So is it a craft and reason, or is it something else? You decide. I'm gonna use craft and reason then. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, the iron-minded Corinna, will will t- accept this challenge. Ex- do this right now. So craft and reason. Uh, do I save? No, because I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to I'm going to invoke the ingenuity of Hephaestus for this uh, and save my advantage die mm. for the final battle, the final the final challenge. Contest. There we go. I keep for I keep getting challenged. It's contest. Uh, the finale. The finale. Yeah, exactly. So thirteen is the target number. Uh, Iron minded definitely comes into here, as we've discussed before. Um, mm-hmm. hmm, do I spend my pathos here? So remind me, if I spend my last pathos here and I want to try to spend it again, do I go into agony? I believe you do immediately go into agony. Okay, cool. Just wanna wanna make sure that I'm understanding how this goes you know what no i will i will and then you mark a fate that's true i think i'll send my i'll save my pathos for the final battle as well but i will call on uh or i will ask because of course i have to ask ask my dear friend isadora will you support me in this Uh, endeavor perhaps by picking off some of the some of the insects who might be around or such excellent so that's an extra d6 and that's my Last current bond with Isadora. And then I am spending a divine favor. So let's do it. Hey, 17! (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, beautiful. I have 30 glory already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
yeah, how do you how do you defend against this drill? How do you defend? Well, so go ahead. It, 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 it's kind of looking like it's going to go a little bit wild. How do you how do you defend against? That? Well, this is one that is this is of course design divinely inspired by Hephaestus himself. Um, and so using mm. the ingenuity of Hephaestus as well as my own brilliant mind, I find the mechanism, whatever mechanism is actually controlling the drill. Mm. Because I think Cassibius, I from what I'm, how, how it seems, he has gone off to try doing his dastardly plan and he's left the drill in place thinking that this is a stable part of his plan. But I have mm-hmm. found the controlling mechanism and I have figured it out pretty quickly because, you know, the design of Hephaestus and and wrangled it into my own control okay i will say that that means you have control of the you're on the drill itself because this is one of those where there's a power on button and that's yeah i figured i figured so yeah gonna turn if if it only has a power on power off button i'm gonna just no no no. just power on oh good excellent then yeah i will i will (laughs) move because i it has a joystick for some reason uh just move it let's start moving it from where where it was originally going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, you know all those Disney villains who you're like, why did they put a self-destruct button in mm-hmm. there? Yeah, Casibios learned from them. And he's <laughs> like, no, this just has on. Ugh, there's no off button. Smart. There's no self-destruct button. There's on. It's just on. Wow, he's he's done the, um, the Doctor Strange love. Cool. That yeah. never goes wrong. <laughs> no, never. Alright, so... Uh, Isadora, you're dealing with these bulls who seem to be making their way uh, out outwards towards the mm-hmm. towards the lost. Um, go ahead and go ahead and roll against what I'm about to roll. Do I have to tell you what the domain is for this, or it'll just say any domain and then you choose. It is a perilous roll. Any domain. Oh, that's what these thirteen. What is? <laughs> All of this. Okay. I. This is literally the highest number I can yeah. even roll. I think I feel like considering there's probably a few too many for me to realistically take them out quickly one by one. Um, I want to try and find a way to block their path or like take them out in larger numbers. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I want mm-hmm. to go. The craft and reason seems the obvious one, but I'm also trying to figure out if there's a way to justify resolve and spirit <laughs> for this. Uh, I mean, how did we see your willpower in action? She's very determined to figure this out and make sure that none of the poor people out there get killed. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like resolve and spirit to me. Okay. It's, it's uh, about your willpower. Your, your shared determination is what's mm-hmm. pushing this. Uh, target 13. Clever-eyed Isadora. Yes, I'm taking that. Uh, no, I don't want to spend pathos. Uh, Karina, since I still have a bond with you, do you want to help me out a little? Maybe trying to help me figure out how to accomplish this? Like, offering some advice? I will assist you in your task. Okay. So mark that off. Oh, and I have to put in 1d6. Uh, I... Which I imagine will be a lot of shouting. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm gonna call on the wisdom of Athena for this. Okay. Athena now has her turn 17! to Seventeen. Stick him with the pointy end. <laughs> All right. How do you how do you take these bulls down and protect the the, the lost? I think that because this is a cave and there's definitely like loose stone or stalactites, stalagmites, just different geological features of a cave. She finds a point that's sort of 
weaker and is able to hit it in such a way as to trigger a small, not like big enough like cave air that's going to like bring the cave down or block us from leaving later, but enough that it's kind of like stop these bulls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you like set off like a, a, a bit of a, not a full cave, but a bit of a cave in that just like crumbles on yeah, top of the Yeah, just enough so that the bulls can't um, leave. Or, like, they're going to be damaged and stuck here. But we can still get out later. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of amusing, almost. How, how you drop it, and it kind of crushes the first one. And then the rest of the bulls just, like, one by one charge into it, kind of creating a small pile up. That works. Um, bulls can't yeah. climb. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is, like, a pit opens up, and they fall into the pit. And, and they <laughs> choke on their own eggs. That's and they're so book. mad that they just explode. Hephaestus just, you just hear Hephaestus be like, damn it, I knew I shouldn't have followed the Tauri Silvestris. <laughs> um, chosen the blueprints for literally any other cow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and finally, so, Corey, you're trying to seize control over this fight. I am. Um, so that means you're going head-to-head with my boy, Casibios, um, who is an epic fight. Oh, come on! <laughs> Watch me move nine. Um, You've got okay, this. So it's epic. Finally. So I have to spend a pathos in order to, to enter. Is that right? Uh, well, you have to spend a pathos because you have entered. Yes. Uh, by yes. deciding to seize control. I will seize control because, of this fight. Yes, the brilliant Cassibius. By seizing him. I believe this is blood and valor. Snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes. And yeah, I sure. am using my courage and passion to wade through the carnage of metal and flame that my friend Isadora has created by piling up these bulls. And I will call upon the daring of Hermes to get snake eyes, snake eyes, this snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes. This is actually like one of the most important know, roles in the game. I know, I know. You've got uh, this. No and pressure, because no pressure. Isadora helped me, I am going to use her bond as well. Yes, do it. Yes, that's a 15! You did it! I told you you had it. Oh, damn. We're Ooh. going head to head, right. so I headbutt him. <laughs> so you just knock him in the head. He's this poor, aged man. Um, I say poor, aged man, but he's like as ripped as, as Alexander Armstrong. Of course he is. This is Greek mythology. Um, no one gets out without being ripped as fuck. <laughs> um he's like the gray like the slightly gray curly hair and everything too um all right so you get to determine what's at stake for the opponent in the finale as well as the uh, as well as the well, domain i think that uh what is stake for the opponent is not only the destruction of their plans uh but being stuck on this island by themselves after everyone else leaves Alright, and what's the domain? I, I would like to go Blood and Valor personally, but I don't know if that makes the most sense here. Do we t- do we together decide the domain, or is it only Arite's you choice? Can, you can determine together. You can deliberate as a group, but at the end of the day, it's Arite's choice. Okay. Do you guys think this is more of a craft and reason thing? Hmm. hmm. I already have control of the drill. I feel like it's either Blood and Valor <laughs> destroying. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it could be craft and reason. It uh-huh. could be a thing of subverting subverting his plans is what we're doing. I feel like that's what makes the most sense right now. All right. Uh-huh. All right. All right. So, so. Blood and Valor? 
No, it's going to be Craft and Reason. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, Craft and Reason. Uh, Aridus has decided to side with uh, Casibios because you want to break the drill. My poor misguided friend. I pity you. I think he's going to be reckless here. All right, so we have an epic 12 that you have to beat. Who among you will finish off this aged, poor old blacksmith who you haven't even asked why he's doing this. You're, you're just beating him up for no We reason. know why he's doing this. Do we this. need his motives? <laughs> <laughs> his motives are not required. He's doing a bad thing and he must be stopped. <laughs> He's doing an evil. Also, I'm pretty sure he's literally, he literally told us multiple times, I'm doing this, like, to spite the gods, basically. Like, mm -hmm. it's not hard to see what why he's doing this. Like, other guy has a almost, like, a semi-decent reason that I, as a player, would probably agree with, but in character, it's like, that seems like it's gonna cause more problems than it'll solve. We are not this there guy's just doing things to cause problems on purpose. Yes. Yeah. I... Iron-reminded exactly. Corinna will accept the will accept this challenge and enter the contest and mark my last pathos, which puts me in agony, gets me a fate, and gets me a boon. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to let's see. So my boon choices are advance a D8 domain die to D10, advance a D6 domain die to D8, advance your epithet die to D8, or add another epithet. And I think for this particular challenge, because I think we've been showing just how how much her craftiness is coming in. I'm going to advance my craft and reason from D8 to D10. <laughs> um, right. And I, well, I can't invoke any of the gods because I don't have any more divine favor, but I do have that advantage die, which is more useful yeah, technically. Right. Well, ish, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's, Corinna will be will be entering this contest. All right. Flame, uh, Flame Hearted Arite, of course, will be entering this challenge. Okay. And... I also have to go into agony and get a fate in order to enter this contest. Um, I think I'll advance my epithet to D8 and call upon my god one last time to know the ecstasy of destruction. So, so yes, Clever Eyed Isadora will also be entering this challenge, which means I also have to mark my last pathos. And so <laughs> <laughs> we said go after you... Right away, go into agony and then mark the fate, right? Yep. Okay, so I am going to also advance my epithet die, I think, because I've been using that a lot. <laughs> so advance that. Nope, that's the wrong one, Kelsey. There we go. That's the right box. So yes, I am boosting my epithet this, die to a this priest of Hephaestus is putting us all into agony because he didn't side with us. No. Because that, we that didn't. Was, no, no, this is Cassivius. Mm -hmm. Cassivius! It's all him. Uh, Iron Minded. I don't have the pathos to spend to add another domain. Uh, I do have a D10, though. Alright, let us enter this contest. I have to redo this. Um, I did something wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> Epithet died. Did I not go through? Well, 20. 1D10. Do y'all break Well, oh, I just did I something wrong. I was intentionally trying to break things. Oh, Yikes. there we go. I'm suffering. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> it just took a second. It was taking a second to make me suffer oh. a little bit longer. I had two D tens, and uh, one of them, one of one of them rolled two, and one of them rolled oh, a one. That was you. Uh, I haven't. I still haven't seen Corey's. I saw yeah. actually come through. Actually, I both thought that of, was mine. Both of mine rolled ones. Both of my D tens just bit the dust. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Corey, just put it in again. Yeah, I'm doing that now. There we go. Nice. Fourteen. Right. Get it. Um, I, hmm, do I want to, I still have bonds with Arite and one with Mom. I'm not sure how either they'll be useful, though. 
Mom's always useful. True. She'll help you out. You look badass doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and Aphrodite is, in some places, a goddess of war. True. So, yeah, I will spend... Also, I mean, Adrillus Phallic, so, like... <laughs> she knows what to do with those. Exactly. I mean, we are do- we are and fighting she knows how to break them. some lovers. We are. Also, isn't she married to her? She is. Yeah. Okay. Justification. I'm calling on my bond with mom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a D what? D twelve. You can can you call it multiple bonds? No, just one. No. Okay. And I am going to also call on the precision of Artemis for this. Use my last thing with my favorite god. Also, you do have to ask your god. Because they can say no. <laughs> but I think Aphrodite wouldn't say no, just 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 now. Just she wouldn't be like, um, no, that's dirty. No. <laughs> I don't want to get my hands dirty today. Um Huzzah. I got a thirteen. Right. So, Karina. Yeah. In this the most important of fights, how do you how do you not match up with your friends? How I mean, you... I think I think it's Casibios. He is the brilliant Casibios after all, and he he outwits me. I, I had thought this would surely mess with his plans, me being like having direct control of the drill, but apparently he had a contingency, and so I was I was fooled by him. But my friends mm-hmm. were able to pick up the slack that I left. That's what companions right. are for. Exactly. Isadora, how do you pick up the slack? <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to destroy this drill, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think maybe there's a s- similar action to what she tried to do on the boat, but experience and also just being closer to it now, as well as like mom and Artemis helping me out here. Uh, she's able to like disrupt some of the gears this time. All right. Yeah. Do you, do you like damage some of the gears and mm-hmm. slow it down? Yeah. All right. Narite, how do you, how do you show that you earned your right as leader? Well, my friend was outwitted. I, being much more simple-minded and direct, saw through their obfuscations and charged through with my Thyrsius Sphere and managed to hit it in that one weak spot that would cause the whole thing to implode Alright, so itself. you managed to hit it right in the exhaust pipe. <laughs> yep, exactly. I, I totally Luke Skywalker right. this. So yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. That you, you managed to get it right into the exhaust and it starts to smoke a lot. And Casibios kind of like rushes over to just be like, no, no, I can fix this. Aridus, help. Aridus like looks at all of you and there's like a bit of hurt in his eyes as he runs over and helps try to fix the drill. Uh, you watch as it doesn't seem to be getting any better, but instead it just kind of explodes. And bits of shrapnel fly off. Some of it catching Casibios and Aridus, pinning them to the wall. And and with the heat in the room, some of the bronze kind of like melts down over uh, over them, holding them into place. You I would like just... to save the priest if that. Would okay, be sure. Yeah, you you won the the finale embassies. So <laughs> so yeah, you managed to grab Aridus out of the way just in time. Sibios can um, rot down here, but the other one <laughs> the will Cassibius... save because. He's not half Cibius bad. Is, is trapped against this wall for all of eternity now. He's like screaming, like, no, no, vengeance was nearly mine. And he's like just lashing out, trying to pull free, but between the shrapnel and, and the bronze, 
just non-giving. Um, the insectoids all seem to just power down as if waiting for their next instruction. All the mechanisms seem to just stop in their tracks, giving you a clear path out. Well, we should leave then. Yes, leave Cassidius to his well-earned fate. I will sling the priest over my shoulder and start walking all right, out. So you all make your way out, and um, you see this. Your 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 well-trained sailors have already gotten to work rebuilding the boat, rebuilding the ship. It's not the best ship you've seen, but it is it is functional. It is in fact a ship. It will get you from point A to B, possibly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> It'll get you from where you are to where you need to be. And um, some of the lost kind of like goes to you and asks if they can join your crew. Um, replace the, the crew members who you lost. Of course. All are welcome on our ship. Mm -hmm. We are not going to leave anyone stranded on this terrible island. No, everyone gets to leave as long as they want to Exactly. And about half of them do. Some of them choose to stay behind to uh, uh, cremate the dead. Some of them choose to stay behind just because, you know, it's, it's fine now without the, the bulls and the insectoids uh, running amok. But yes, you manage to, you, you see the, the, the sun in the sky as the, uh, the clouds clear up. No more thunderbolts. And you all head back off on your ship. We have done a good thing this day. So now that you've set back off on your, on your journey... On your voyage, if you will, you gotta do the first stage. As the heroes relax and enjoy each other's company, you take turns, ask each hero asking one question to another hero. That player answers, then both heroes take a bond with each other. Then the next hero player takes their own turn, strengthening bonds and asking a question of a player who has not yet been asked. Um, so yeah, who wants to go first? I'll go. And who will you ask a question? Karina. Yes. You seem to be somewhat of a healer, and yet you carry Hephaestus's hammer. What drew you to the maker? Mm. It is best to remake both flesh and metal, and so it is a maker of both in both senses. I was taught to I was taught to honor that sort of knowledge. Well, I can only ask. Well, I can ask either of you now. That I think about it, mm -hmm. but I think we'll go. <laughs> we'll do the the direct line, Isadora. Okay. Why the bow? Besides the obvious connection with Artemis, I assume, I like being able to feel things from a distance. You get a better view of a lot of things when you're able to look at it from a ways back. And hmm. it's also a little bit quicker sometimes, despite the need to reload. Once you get used to it, you can go pretty fast, honestly. Oh, interesting. And then I have to ask something of Arite. I guess what would draw the scion of God of War to the God of Revelry? <laughs> you think they're so dissimilar? Well, Ares glories in battle, and in a a battle well fought, he is a protector of warriors and a leader into glory. Dionysus celebrates all things the coming of the harvest the vanquishing of an enemy even dionysus has blood in his rituals the tearing apart of the bull is what drew me to him but also the drinking of course <laughs> Ares and dionysus are good brothers and i like to honor them both plus you know that poison effect in hades 
pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> um, before we go any further, should we? We should probably do the Exodus before we do yeah, the rest we of the voyage. Yeah, probably should actually. Oh, right. I skipped a step, didn't I? There's you a did. there's a phase before the voyage <laughs> that you gotta do. It's fine. We'll fix this in post. We'll do the Exodus now, no, and then we we'll won't. go back and just redo the the journey. You overestimate our, el- our <laughs> editing abilities. I think. No, it's fine, Corey. I believe so, yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> Exodus Part One: Death of the Island, which is on the Strife Player. Um, we kind of did that. Yeah, we, we did. did the the Casabios uh, is trapped in the volcano for all of mm-hmm. eternity. Uh, people are rebuilding. Um, pretty yeah. bad. Pretty bad. Legend says if you get close enough to the volcano, you can still hear him screaming for help to this day. That's a little terrifying and depressing, but also he deserves it. I love it. You know, you didn't ask why he wanted once vengeance. again. Uh, <laughs> once <saying>. again. <laughs> <laughs> why did he want vengeance peter because Go the ahead. gods stranded him alone there and killed his family that's a terrible reason well, and why did they do that it was just a storm really <laughs> he blames the gods. so be mad at poseidon <laughs> don't bring fucking chronos back he's mad at poseidon and zeus what a dick he deserves to be trapped in a wall um, <laughs> don't bring chronos shall back. we do the great deeds Let's yes. shout. Each hero player records a great deed for which their hero will be remembered, or a trophy they seize in the adventure. Hmm. You know what? I think I know what Kirina is gonna gonna take. It's gonna be that um the control mechanism for the drill. He's gonna take that Ooh. as a trophy. Take it as a souvenir. Yeah, souvenir. Souvenir. We're <laughs> just like, what's a souvenir? The French French language doesn't exist yet. We have our own version of it in Greek. It's fine. I think I am going to take the head of one of those bulls, of the one that I shut down specifically. Um, the one who shut down? When I shut down in that first uh, engagement. When did you shut down a bull? It was that first. Wasn't that, oh wait, that was you, wasn't it? Damn it! Yeah, that was <laughs> yes, me. Was. <laughs> I'm still taking a head because it's pretty badass. Wow. Wait. Well, then you can take the epithet breaker of bulls because that was that's the only thing I could think of right now. That's pretty <laughs> fucking badass. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't what I thought of, but it, I was going to take something for taking for taking down that bull. Uh, it's not an epithet; it's a type. Yeah, you just the thing um, that you were you were best at was was scaring all the mechanisms by flexing. It's true, it's true. It's the thing that I did. Uh, what is panic? What about panic's epithets? Be like fear shaker or something. I don't remember. Give me a second. To be, go ahead, Kelsey. To be fair, the great deeds aren't epithets. Epithets are a separate thing. It's true, they aren't, yeah. but yeah. I need to come up with a badass title, and stealing an epithet is a way to do that. Fair enough. <laughs> I do think I'm going to steal what you were going to use for yours, because I think it lip. fits both for the first bull and for all the ones after that <laughs> that I caved in things on. So, yeah, we'll go, we'll go with the Breaker of Bulls title that you came up with. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Corey, have you decided on one yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, machine Dreaded. Or something like that. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Each hero player records virtues for their hero, acumen, courage, grace, and passion, to assess the nature of their actions on the island. Virtues are used to judge the hero's character when they reach the end of their tale. On your turn, ask the other players which virtue your hero most embodied on the island and why. Each player gives you a mark and a virtue. 
Players don't have to grant a single virtue. They each have a free choice of which virtue to give. Right. Each player, which means you too, Strife player. Yes. You also yeah. get one. Oh. You, 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 me yeah, as you well. get to you get to give us stuff as well, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, everybody. Uh, what virtue do you think Karina embodied the most on this island? I think she embodied acumen. All right. Kelsey? I, I think I would say acumen as well. Peter? I don't know. I'd say it takes some, some big old courage to jump on top of a fucking drill <laughs> and to showboat in front of a bull. Fair enough. Fair. All right. Two acumen and a courage. I'll take it. Do you want to go next, Corey, or should I? Sure. Yeah. Lay it on me, guys. Hmm. What do uh, I embody? I think you embodied courage. There was much daring do to be had in your actions. Oh, definitely courage. That's yeah, definitely courage. There was a lot of bravado going on. Say <laughs> bravado. Oh no, all these all these mechanisms are looking at me. Time to flex. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta flex on them. Mm-hmm. All right, so then what virtues would you all give me? I believe grace is the one that you embody. Okay. I'm going to give you acumen, especially with all of those bulls. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I may sound like a broken record here, but like y'all were courageous as heck. Like <laughs> you, you went down a tunnel after bronze bulls. <laughs> I did do that. And like you got lost. That's, that's not really that, that, knowledgeable but it, hey it's daring show show of bravado I got unlost i mean getting lost is pretty brave to get unlost so so yeah i'm gonna give courage again okay all right and reflection do any of you want to change your epithet nah. no 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 okay so now we're going to be doing voyage for the first time definitely the first time so we're going to you, go into you the keep fellowship. saying no. that as if we're <laughs> actually going to edit it <laughs> i don't understand why we aren't anyways um Sacrifice. It did get brought up. Animal sacrifice was a yellow. So I'm going to ask we not do that. Uh, All right. Fair enough. Uh, who has the current, who has the greatest current glory? I have 31 glory. I have 78. <laughs> Holy shit. You have what? <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause they kept being the best. Yeah. I got a lot of 12s and 13s in there. True. I'm two away from a full 80. No, wait, 1, no, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Sorry, I miscounted. How many do you actually have? Half that, probably. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, there's 40 uh, boxes yeah, here. 40 boxes, not 80. Uh, my brain did a thing. Yeah, you have 27. 28, sorry. It's not, it's not 28. 38. 38, okay. 38. I can so count. just minus 40 from that. That makes sense. I was I wondering. Have more than I have checked because I think I forgot to check on if check the couple in the last battle, but I don't think I have that. All right, our leader once again leads. <laughs> right. uh, who do you give a sacrifice to, and what do you sacrifice? Dionysus, of course. You don't have to sacrifice him. You can also just like do a performance. Yeah, I'm gonna do an oration, uh, and. Do a, a rounding tale of how we just bested uh, the terrible bulls and the drill and the man who would shake his fist at the gods uh, while pouring everyone a heaping, uh, what's the word? Uh, those those urns. 
Oh, the, um, oh gosh, what are they called? I know what you're talking about. They have them at Symposium. Um, mm. Whatever, they all yeah. get a bunch of wine. Everybody gets drunk. That's our Libations. sacrifice. Libations! Having a, uh, a good time. Yay! All right. So, now I get to do something fun to determine how much the gods like to sacrifice. All right. You need to beat a three! <laughs> okay. So As we... all of you roll in a contest of resolve and spirit. All right, time to take up this challenge. Let's do it. We're here to have a good time. Let's see how good of a time we actually have. <laughs> uh, I don't think Iron Minded comes in here because this is quite the opposite. And I'm just going to... Flamehearted definitely comes into play here. I'm rousing everyone with my stories. How How is it now you're rolling like this? <laughs> Because we're only rolling a couple of dice in this. I'm not going to call on the gods for story time. Where are these Where are these three and fives when, when you're <laughs> facing Casimius? <laughs> this is Art's narration, Sorry? This is Resolve what? and Spirit. Oh, Resolve and Spirit. Cancel. I was counting something and missed that. That's one of my good ones. Anyways. Now you have over 40 glory. <laughs> yes. Now I do. Well, now, I, I don't know. Kelsey may roll a six. Yeah, that's true. Kelsey, we'll Kelsey might roll more. Um, right. I don't think my epithet is really. I think this is like the one case where it's maybe not super relevant. No. 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 There's a six. <laughs> She's still making a six. Well. Uh, all right. So I still get. We could still get two glory, don't we? Because you get two glory, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. So now I am. I am at forty now. <laughs> um, you get two, Laura, you get two, Laura, Kelsey gets three, and, uh, Kelsey, you also earn one bond with a deity. I think it's probably just, uh, Dionysus. And we each get divine favor. It doesn't specify that it's the god you sacrifice to, but, uh, and yes, you each mark two divine favor with the god or gods of your choice. Uh, I'm marking one for Hephaestus and one for Hecate. I'm getting, uh... My dad, of course, and Uncle Dio. I'm going to go Artemis and Demeter. All right. Um, and as you surround, re-surround by mist, you catch out of like the corner of your eye this, uh, this, this glint. Then you see another one and another one. And then you see like this big-ass like shark jump out of the water. You can't help but feel this is another test from the gods to determine who the leader is. So that's a five for this wow. for this leadership challenge. I shall rise to this challenge. As shall I. You know what? Yeah, sure. Yes, I will right. rise to this challenge. I, iron-minded Karina, rise to this challenge. I'll say it's craft and reason to do this fish measuring contest. Fish measuring, eh? Yeah, fish measuring contest. Ah, I see. <laughs> Well then, fish measuring. I don't think I can really call on the bonds of my compatriots because <laughs> I don't think they'll help me. We're in direct competition. Uh, the, this is five. Target is five, you said? Yep. I do not I do not think Iron Minded comes into this, unfortunately. Uh... <laughs> damn. God damn. <laughs> wow. That's a 14 a right there for this target of five. Uh, I don't think my epithet, if, if we're just measuring a shark, then I don't think my epithet comes in, but if I can punch the shark in the face. <laughs> this is craft and reason, come on. Yeah. 
Uh, Where was no. ten earlier? I don't know. I, I think you could you could justify shoving your hand in the water and pulling out the shark and being like, "Here's mine." Hey, all right. we all prevailed. So, you, so so, is, uh, Karina, you get five. The rest of you get three. And should there ever be an episode two of Aegon, uh, Karina is the leader as you set forth onto a new mysterious land. So, finally, is the Vault of Heaven. I, I kind of did that while you were rolling. Uh, I gave you a favor from Poseidon and Zeus, because Zeus, because y- you didn't awaken Kronos, and um, I thought that was, you know, something Zeus would enjoy. <laughs> I-, I figured Zeus would be like, I'm pleased that you didn't awaken my dad. Um, didn't call dad on me. Uh, I marked Poseidon because you returned a bunch of sailors to the sea and made the sea a little bit safer. I also marked a wrath with Hephaestus because you broke a drill. And uh, I got the feeling he isn't too happy about that. He knew what was happening. I called upon him multiple times. Yeah, why did you help us if he didn't want us to break your drill? This is your grandpa. We don't like him. Yeah, but he doesn't like Zeus either, so. Oh, that's fair. All right, fair enough. He should hate Hera more. Zeus never did anything mean to Hephaestus. Yeah, but Zeus Zeus just sucks. Hera's the one who pitched him off Olympus. Zeus still just sucks, though. Yeah, Zeus Zeus is kind of awful. Yeah, that's fair. So. That was Aegon. So it was. It was fun. It was. It was faster than I was anticipating. Mm. It was very procedural in how things are done. It was really easy to get into, which I I think, again, as somebody who's played a lot of, like, Blades in the Dark and Scum and Villainy, I think um, that's kind of, like, that procedural feel is very... It feels very good because it's like really easy to get into because yeah. there's not like that many resources that you spend mm-hmm. and it, everything like has a very established procedure and it still flows really well from whatever action you're doing. It's just like, ah, yes, I'm going to invoke this. I think a big part of it for me, at least from reading it, is the like the ritual of how you say it of like you come to us and like, ah, this is the contest Here's the domain. Which of you will come forward with this? And then we have the like, ah, yes. And it gets you, it gets you real. It's really in theme. It gets you in the spirit yeah. of the, of the game, it's, which is nice. It, it It's even, it kind of reminds me. So I read Sophocles' Antigone back when I was in my first year of university. And at the beginning of it, um, when, when the, the chorus is doing their thing and doing their poem, they would repeat lines over and over and over again. Every uh, stanza began with like the same line like i think it was like praise be to apollo or praise be to heliod and and it, it you kind of get that same feel with Aegon, where it's like who shall step forward like i can hear the chorus there being like who steps forth for this challenge it is me of course mm-hmm. and he's doing that like right before every stanza of uh proclaiming some great deed and like I thought that I would mind the procedural nature mm. of it, and that it would be stifling, but I, it didn't feel like that at no. all. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also like we all commented on how quick it went. Um, I think it's also sort of the thing of like the more you play it and the more you kind of build up those characters, the more you'd end up like inserting stuff in between the different segments. 
But mm-hmm. even just doing the different segments one after the other, like it didn't feel boring or too mm-hmm. like just too linear, I guess. It's if that makes sense. Words are hard. Right. Didn't yeah, didn't feel very segmented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where not everything yeah, not everything has to be a contest. So even things like where I had the three trials set out for you. They were kind of broken up, and it wasn't really even obvious that one was a trial until, <laughs> until I was like, "All right, time to roll, time to roll with the content." Yeah, um, <laughs> I I quite like. Um, I am always a fan of prompts mm-hmm. in games. Mm-hmm. Those are always super helpful, as especially mm-hmm. as somebody who is bad with things like names, or it it sometimes just like at a loss for what to do. And yeah. uh, I think this character sheet does a really good job of like giving you prompts and being mm. very like it's very simple but it's very effective yeah, yeah. this was uh, which not i very much appreciate <laughs> for sure yeah like i could imagine giving this to somebody who's never played a role-playing game before just like mm. greek myth and just being like mm. here try this enjoy this and i imagine that they'd be able to sit down and figure it out pretty easy like it, it's like we said it at the beginning john harper is just really Mm-hmm. Good at writing. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. he's done a he's gotten a lot of practice to it, I can tell you that much. Uh but it's things <laughs> like um like we all like spent all of our pathos in this session. Mm-hmm. We all got a character. We like did character advancement. Uh through, through that and the Exodus and Voyage. Mm-hmm. Like we all ended it, agony. <laughs> yeah, we, we did all that. I wonder. I wonder if that would have changed if, like, if, if you knew this wasn't going to be Yeah. Like, if we played a little bit more conservatively. I think, yeah. I think, I think for me personally, as somebody who's, like, a Blades player, this feels very mm-hmm. similar to getting your first trauma, because getting a trauma will get you XP, um, and getting yeah. your first, <laughs> getting your first fate automatically yeah. gets you a boon. So there's yeah. no reason not to get it. Like, it's, it's... And then... It's tantalizingly you, close. You hit the first fade. Yeah, you hit the first fade, and you're just like, "All right, time to slow down." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After that, you're like, "All right, all right, yeah. maybe not." <laughs> this right, you have to, a lot more fade points than trauma, though. At least, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But like, you have a lot yeah. less pathos than you do stress. Like, that's it, it's it's true. a give and a take. And harm in this game isn't there isn't that much harm out there because. There are only two types of contests that actually that can actually harm you, mm-hmm. and their resources they spend are pathos and divine favor. Yeah. So. Also, yeah. A, no, I just a thought because I think I talked with you a bit about this before we recorded, but um, just on the design aspect again as well. Uh, I have a very mm-hmm. common complaint with most TTRPG guidebooks, which is that they are incredibly dense, especially in the first few chapters. And it's just, like, hard to read through and hard to, like, get a feel for how everything's going to work, which for me usually ends up leading to a lot of stumbling the first few times I play a game of, like, trying to figure it out as I go, because it's just kind of hard to navigate figuring it out from the book alone. Um, I did not find that with this one. Like, it was very well laid out and, like, had all the information you needed without maybe going into too much. Yeah. Like I, I get that because like I've I, I, I have a background in philosophy. I have tried to read Hegel. It's not fun. I've also <laughs> tried to read Shadow Run. It's about the same. <laughs> um, 
I can believe that. Honestly. Oh, Your mother good. Said, I was reading Aegon, like, I think it must have been either, like, Christmas Day or, like, a family member's birthday. Because I remember sitting down on the couch and just sitting there on my phone reading it. And I didn't even realize I was done the book until I was, like, at the credits page. And I was like, huh, it's, that's it? It's surprisingly short. It's 160 pages. Like, like the actual... Yeah, and the like, actual... Go ahead. And the actual rules mm-hmm. are only 80. 81. Like, and then there's a bunch of islands, which mm-hmm. are all very cool. And, like, they each of the islands take, like, what, two, three pages yeah, I... to describe? There's no, like, big block text or Dungeons and dragons size yep. modules yeah. here. Like, even we were comparing it to Blades, and, like, the only really far in the Dark Anvil to the book for is Scum and Villainy. But, it, like, it's a similar problem where I don't think it's badly laid out exactly, but there's just a lot of information thrown at you. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing is, is, um... It's similar because, uh, and this is from me, from a designer perspective, um, it's similar in Blades because Blades, really, the gameplay part of Blades is that first part. It's the first section. You can play, like, mm-hmm. the if you go to the SRD for Blades, it's basically just, like, the first section and some character and crew stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you can basically play the game with just those three chapters, and the rest of it is, like, useful other things. Well... Uh, you need engagement roles, which I think is like chapter four or something like that. But like most of the stuff easily parsable. And I it's Blades is just a longer book and a like a more in-depth mm-hmm. setting and everything like that. For me. Yeah, there's a lot more to yeah. Blades than, than yeah. Aegon has, which I think plays into why it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. to parse. For yeah. sure. Uh, which I mean is fair, but I do appreciate that this was easier to just like sit down and feel, especially coming into doing this for the first time, feel like. Yeah. Okay, I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's yeah. good feeling. Like we got in the swing of things very quickly, I think. Yeah, it's it was a good feeling to do. Which is is rare for me for a tabletop RPG game. <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious how the other Paragon games, since that's what uh, mm-hmm. they're calling the system, are going to be like. Because I know there's, and I'm forgetting the name of it, and I feel a little bad. The one that he just created, as in like a couple months ago at the time of this recording, of um the paranatural one that's like control slash x files yeah i think it's called i want to say it's called control it's but... not called control i know for a fact it's not called control chamber chamber there we go it does start with a c so i was like the c is in my head that's how i was yeah. like close enough yeah i'm curious how chamber and how the like definitely not just battlestar galactica one will be um mm-hmm. i'm i'm curious how those play out and then for me what i was reminded of with playing Aegon especially like how the advancement goes was Lady Blackbird, which was a game that John Harper made long before Blades. Uh, I think Never gotten to play it's that. a really cool game. I, I recommend reading it. It's free. You can find it for free. Um, it's a very it's a very cool game. It definitely doesn't have the meat that Aegon has. And Aegon has that like very like that good repetition and everything like that. But I can see some of that DNA from that in here. Mm-hmm. And, I'm starting to feel like John Harper has a brand. <laughs> he does and then you have like lasers and feelings which is just a one page just like hey here this is this is a song that i like so i made a tabletop role-playing game based <laughs> off it it's a fun um, game though which is not yeah. quite on topic with this game but we should maybe get peter to play it with us sometime oh i'm down um but yeah egon was so cool like going back to the islands i was going through it to decide because i was like I don't feel confident enough with the system to make my own island yet. Let me see what's in here. Let me see what's going on. And I was surprised to see that there were like fleshed out modules. 
mm-hmm. here. I was like, oh, I can just do this. I don't even need to think of anything. Awesome. So I just like I went through and I was like, all right, Sparrow seems like a good one for this group because it seems like um, just not steampunk, but like clockwork, the clockwork, punk. yeah, <laughs> the clockwork punk that I thought all of you would it's enjoy. It's a little steampunk. Yeah, I was like, little. this matches the group's aesthetic just a little bit. Did you ever play, um, do you know the game, is it called Age of Legends? Age of Legends, I believe is the name of the game. I don't think so. Oh, it's a real-time strategy game. It's made by the people who made Age of Empires, Age of Mythology. Uh, and it's like... I have played Age of Mythology. Okay. Um, it's, it is like, it's, it's its own weird, it's its own weird world where one of the factions in it is basically... Uh, is basically imagine if all of Da Vinci's uh thing, all the inventions that he drew were like actually used by them for this faction. That's a faction. They're just very Ooh. like clockwork punk in that sense, and that's yeah. kind of the imagined Ooh. here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So I was like, this is just really well. And like the other islands are so diverse that I'm like, you can find something for any story you want mm-hmm. to tell. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's interesting. I, 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 I was eyeing that one with uh, the thread on it. Uh, oh my god, the, the art you, is oh, the art amazing. This book is gorgeous. First of all, in this book, this art is gorgeous. But yeah, there's one where the fates live on. Um, I was eyeing that. It was like right below Spira. Yeah, yeah, it was Cordia. Cordia, where the, yeah, with Euphemia and, and Euphemia, the herder, and Kalos, the knife grinder. I was very close to choosing that. That was a very close thing. I was like, this seems like a later one, not a one-shot game. It seems like a like a late point in a in a small campaign. Although um, technically, this one is listed as being better for later as well. Yeah. I mean, it's because I destroy your ship. Eh. <laughs> I f- um, true you know, your ship anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I find it I mean, interesting that this game has can have stri- full-on modules. Uh, that what that's yeah. an intriguing thing with like a fiction first game is at, well, this isn't mm-hmm. this isn't as like st- st- stalwartly fiction first as a as a Power by the Apocalypse game or a Fortune the Dark game, but like it still has that basis. But like the fact that you have like full on like really cool modules in it is indicative of what kind of system mm-hmm. it is, and like I like yeah. it. I think it's good. I like having that. Like one of my favorite things is like tabletop role-playing game things in recent times is a pound of flesh for mothership it is a it's a mothership module it is an extremely cool module and i use it like i use it sometimes for my sci-fi games because it's just a really solid module Mm -hmm. you can just take stuff from um and i think this is a similar thing for Aegon of just having really cool functional modules that work well with a game that's Mm -hmm. easy to pick up yeah and you know it's easy to just add stuff like, I, 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 was, I was asked very politely to include some creatures from Greek mythology. So I threw in the Colchis bull. Uh, at least it wasn't... It blended really well. Yeah, it worked really well in this. At least we didn't have to make them do a... Um, we had, didn't have to yoke them and make them do some furrows <laughs> for Yeah, that would have been... That would have been... I don't know we, how you would have done you that. Also... Oh. We don't have a Medea also... anywhere around us. I mean... <laughs> maybe you you pick Kate as one of your like previous patrons. Maybe you could have done something saint. Maybe us a, a tincture to so they wouldn't burn us. Yeah, alive. maybe. Uh, we. I mean, you also added Dionysus <laughs> as who's not one of the starting divine favor gods. Yeah, it's, it's so easy to just add mm-hmm. stuff that you're yeah. like, this feels like it's mm-hmm. missing. You just really have to figure out the gods' niche that 
the other ones don't cover. Mm-hmm. That's all of like a two minute conversation. Mm-hmm. We did it, yeah, in no problem at all. Yeah. Dionysus. I also of like the modules that like no, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just I like I like that the modules that like um I read through like all of them before Peter had picked what one we were doing. And I find like with modules in some games, like one I have the most experience with them in would be like with D and D five E. Like you're very much encouraged to not yeah. look at them ahead of time. Whereas with this, like the fact that I had read it did not seem to impact. Yeah, anything. I told Kelsey which one I was doing way ahead of time. I was like, I'll tell you, yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing Sparrow. Go ahead and look at it. Who knows what'll happen? Yeah, but like looking at it did not like spoil anything in the way that it sometimes seems like other modules. Because yeah, even think that you would at the players. Even the thing where it's like, why is Kisibio's doing this? Why is uh, Aranus doing this? Like I had to answer those questions. That was up to me. Because I was like, okay, mm-hmm. let's figure it out. Aridus believes that, uh, you know, humanity owes Prometheus a favor. Cassibios is being slightly controlled by Kronos, uh, who found this anger built inside of him and decided mm-hmm. to pray on it. Kronos does shit like that, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I, I as a player, do not disagree with Aridus's ideas there but also thrilling into tartarus sounds like a quick way to get uh, i mean i like i'm playing a hero of the gods i had to i had to go with the like i'm i am that confident too. in my convictions i think that's a big thing is just like these are characters who are very confident in themselves uh because that's a big yeah. part of Greek mm-hmm. myth. i was actually really curious to see what you would do because like th- it gives me the two options what happens if the players stop the drill? What happens if the players try to turn the drill to free Prometheus? And what will you do if you just keep it on to Kronos? Like, Aridus could have fought you if you <laughs> decided to, to free Kronos. And um, if, if you didn't turn off the drill, you just get three Wrath from Zeus on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing we didn't do that. Look, this so-called yeah. golden age of Cronus is bad. I'm a little bit less bad news for everybody, especially humans. We get our free will taken away. No, thank you. Yeah. But it's a <laughs> it's an interesting thing here, also, of the gods operate as both as uh, a resource you can spend, but also as the factions of the game, essentially. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because they <laughs> are they are they are entities you interact with on a larger level during the essentially the downtime phase of the game in the voyage and the vault of the mm-hmm. heavens where you're trying to build those constellations, but also they can have wrath and that wrath can impact what happens here. Mm-hmm. So, and you want, and, and, and it's not just that the constellations, you need to fill them up together mm-hmm. is the, is the purpose of them. So it's like, you see your progression to the end of the game, yeah. which is really cool. And we really um, didn't want to be at war with Zeus. That seems like a bad <laughs> idea. Yeah, we only get we only get one yeah, free downtime action per phase. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't I shouldn't include the island where everybody just teams up to punch Zeus in the face. No, 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 thank you. Darn. At least not without a bunch of I'll be of part of that. What if I told you Hera was there? But, I mean, I want to punch Zeus in the face. What if it's being led by Hera? Hera's there, like, like I mean, let's go. Let's Hera go. and I, yeah. She's she's the goddess of heroes. If Hera will protect me, I will punch him in the face. Sorry, I'm just thinking of that Tumblr post where it's just like, give me that story where a bunch of demigods team up to punch Zeus in the face. (laughs) 
demigods and others of demigods whose uh, wives were taken yeah. uh, or manipulated. There is that and, and there's this one woman who's in the angry toga and, and just has vengeance for no clear reason and it, you turn out it's Hera. Yep, just let her do her thing, man. She deserves there is, this. On the subject of demigods, there's mm-hmm. the choice we made early on of demigod- <laughs> being demigods versus being mortal heroes because my character is a mortal hero. Um, yeah. And the mm-hmm. thing of I used bonds a lot more just because I had them. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was talking about it with Kelsey because Kelsey was like, "Why would anybody choose to be mortal when you can be a like the son of Poseidon?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Because of the bonds, like those are really useful." Yeah. I mean, that's fair. But my bigger issue was just that I felt like it didn't give a whole lot of information for what how things work. They, they, yeah. I mean, it's just a what. Like you have to make it up yourself as opposed to having your options. Like, it's, out it's, there, which it's it's mostly a fictional thing. It was, there's not like a lot of mechanical differences other than the fact mm-hmm. that you start with more yeah. bonds, but it's yeah. My my thing was just more sorry. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, just it was more that like if you did a demigod, like you had that list of things to choose for your scion, whereas if you didn't, you're just kind of left to your own devices of making something up, and that wasn't really explicitly said in the book itself, mm. I guess. But the thing is... Or at least I was a little confused yeah. by the it. The thing is, in this game, even mortals can be heroes. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not questioning that. It's just I felt like there wasn't a whole lot of guidance. Mm. Yeah. They have some like... examples, but yeah, not not like, like, you don't have example, like 12 gods to choose from there. The example I gave to Kelsey was mm-hmm. that, like, Everybody knows that um, that Odysseus was a scion of Hermes, or like, or or that like um, Theseus was a child of Zeus. Nobody gives a shit who Achilles' parents were. Uh, that's not entirely true. Uh, Achilles' mom mm-hmm. is a river nymph. Really, Thetis, I believe. Huh. Yeah, um, she's yeah. the one who gave him like basic, basically immortality, except oh, for his ankle, because right. her ankle is where mm-hmm. the ankle. Um, the heel. The heel. The heel. heel is where she was gripping him from when she was dipping him into the, the water. Nobody, um, nobody so yeah. gives and, a shit and who Ajax's uh... parents are. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Thetis <laughs> was promised to a mortal king uh, basically just because if she married Zeus and had a kid with Zeus, then that would be the kid that overthrew him. Anyway, go ahead, Sam. I would put forward that yeah. the thing with the lineage for not for mortal heroes is that it's not just the parent it's yeah. who's your ancestor or the people or the place and like for yeah. ajax yeah the parents are important but ajax history. is like a represent a representation of greece yeah. um he is the strongest or, that's, that's what i was like, trying to get across i was like yeah. Yeah. ajax nobody gives a shit about who his parents were uh-huh. but he's ajax strongest of greece or yeah. you have um um yeah which theseus God, like theseus of ithaca mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like it it makes sense. I'm not saying it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Or like, why would someone do that? Just there were no like examples of it. So you either know what you're doing in like the mythology or you're just making something up. And it was just kind I'm of I'm here like, for making something up. Like yeah. Saints shows hip, hip, Hippocrates oh, and I'm like, yeah. Hippocrates by all rights doesn't exist yet. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is one of those things where like, it's assumed you have a basic knowledge. Look, this is Xena. It's yeah. anachronism. Still. I could have. I was. I was. I thought about just making up a city state. Like that was. That was partly thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's the thing of the lineage is essentially a case of 
it's your heritage in blades or in scum and villainy that kind mm -hmm. of thing where yeah. you make it up like you get some examples like of like what type of things there are and like the cultures but like you basically make it up you're like i'm from a freaking farming planet uh and i my whole family were farmers or i'm from uh I was raised by my uncle on a desert planet where he was a farmer <laughs> and he didn't tell me about my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I'm from uh, a place where they have freaking ghost hunting horses. Like, it's a real place. It's Severus. Uh, <laughs> yes, I recall. Real, I say, uh... talking about a very fictional world. Uh, but yeah, like, that's, that's the thing of, I think, the game probably they didn't want to put in like hey here's a here's an entire like map of ancient greece and places and people that you can base it off of because that's mm -hmm. not how the islands work and how the epics work yeah that's that's what i said too i was like listen it's a fantasy world that happens to use the greek gods mm -hmm. but like if you wanted to be a kid of hades i wouldn't be like how has persephone not turned you into a weed I would just be like, all right, cool. No, Persephone turned your mom into a weed. It's not your fault. I think that Persephone your would do terrible both. being. Oh, I feel like Seth wouldn't blame the kid. Persephone runs Tartarus. She would. Um. Anyway, yeah, Aegon was a fun experience. I definitely enjoyed it and uh, would love to do something more long term with it at some time. Um, just to see like what happens with Wrath after after enough time. What happens when you choose wrong during your trial of the gods? <laughs> mm -hmm. What happens when when you yell back at the Cyclops, by the way, here's my name. <laughs> you were just bested by us heroes. Now go complain and, and to your parents. Well, he was just like, sup, dad. So it was Odysseus. <laughs> so it's like, cool, I'll write that down and deal with it right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> definitely yeah. not later. Uh, Yo, Odysseus, don't <laughs> piss off the god of the sea while you're still trying to get home yeah. on the sea. You know, the, the the one who controls everywhere you go. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise what should have Seems been a, like a, you know, a five hour car drive turns into a ten year journey. I mean, he really should have seen it coming. Uh. So, Saint, where can people find <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, you can find me making bad puns. Uh, you can find me <laughs> over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Saintgar. You can check out all of my tabletop role-playing game things there. Uh, currently, as of the time of this recording, uh, there are playtest versions of my two games that I'm currently developing, which are Public City by Night, a Forge in the Dark game set in the Legend of Korra universe. And there's been a murder, a murder mystery hack of Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands. Uh, I also have a mothership module that I'm kind of on and off making called Adrian Spike, as well as a custom playbook for Blades in the Dark called The Leftover. You can find all of those over my Patreon. Uh, most of the time, though, you can find me streaming over on twitch.tv slash saintguard. I do variety streaming, mostly of video games. I sometimes do game design stuff over there. But uh, yeah, I've played everything from phoenix right ace attorney to doom 20 to doom 2016 and pray it's and everything in between i played a lot of stuff so if if there's something over there you can probably find it maybe i played a lot of yakuza as well it's you'll see just go over there and you can see all the stuff that i've done uh and <laughs> thanks majima <laughs>
lastly, you can find me over on social media on twitter.com slash Saintguard, as well as Instagram. Uh, at, well, actually, on Twitter, it's Saintguardly. That's my username with an L-Y at the end because somebody stole my username. But on Instagram, <laughs> it's just my u- normal username. Uh, I post a lot more on Twitter than I do Instagram just because I do. Twitter is more easily accessible to me than Instagram because Instagram requires taking photos. Uh, so... And we'll put all this stuff in the in the uh, description box. Too. Yeah, and I will. And if you want, you can come over to those places and ask me to say all of that a little bit more slowly. Uh, the last thing you can do if you want to talk about voice acting or you have any other business things you want to talk about, I have an email, which is saintguard.business at gmail.com. So you can go hit that up if you really want to. But all of that information is also like on my Twitter and uh my twitch and my patreon and those are the main places i frequent so check all those out before you just like email me (laughs) you know so i should just delete the email in the middle of sending uh i mean you can send it i i will see if i respond uh i will i'm usually pretty responsive (laughs) about stuff it's just a question of you know what it's about is it worth yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um so I'm gonna just delete this email. That's just the the Wikipedia page for milk. Um, Why are you like this? <laughs> I will send you back uh, a Wikipedia page of whatever's right, whatever link is at the bottom of C. Also for that page. Awesome. Um, but thank you so much for joining the scene. This was a yeah, blast. Thank you. And um, I, I was I was really excited to have you on as our first guest, and definitely not as the last time we'll have you on. Um, all, all things hoping. Yeah, I'm. Um, I was happy to play and happy to be here. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Next time we may have you in the DMs. <gasps> oh dear. Well, depends um, on the game. I will say that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, Corey, Kelsey, where can people find you? Yeah, Kelsey, you can go first. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna say the two main ones because I have way too many social media profiles. Um, but. Twitter and Instagram, both at Islanders Caper. And there should be a link tree on the bios on either of those accounts that has like all the other sub accounts for different things because I categorize everything to the point of having too many pages. All right. Uh, and I'm Corey, the invulnerable tide on most media, uh, except for Twitter, where it's vulnerable tide and vulnerable tide uh, because twitter has something about too many letters or something uh i am a writer editor and baby game designer so hopefully i'll have a few modules out sometime soon all right and you can find me on patreon instagram twitter uh all at pr cargill p-r-c-a-r-g-i-l-l um, where I also put... Doesn't your Instagram have an underscore? Shit, you're right. PR Cargill <laughs> underscore on Instagram. Um, I don't know what it is. It's in my link tree. This um, is why you have me. You can, you can also find us at uh, RollWithItAP on Twitter. Uh, I think the Instagram is also the same. It is. And on our Discord, which will be in a link somewhere i will have all the links posted all the places once we actually have them precisely we're totally Uh, uh, thank you totally prepared and ready for all of this so totally we have most of them set up we just have to edit everything so i can post it prepared organized and uh super professional 
Um, thank you for to Nin for hearing us play Aegon. And uh, hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, just roll with it. That concludes our one shot of Aegon. A special thanks to Saint Guard for joining us on that epic adventure. To John Harper and the people at Evil Hat for this wonderful RPG. And to 8ER41 on Pixabay for the intro and outro music. We hope you enjoyed our journey through the land of gods and monsters. And tune in next week for the first part of our big gay road trip, where we will be accompanied by Rose Artemis into parts unknown. <laughs>